folks, welcome to another episode of Catch Up, the podcast about contemporary hip-hop that examines where hip-hop has been, where it's going, and where it is. I'm Jordan Suwami. And I'm James Rathbone. And this week, uh, we're we're well into June at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and this week, we're reaching the midway point of June, which is the midway point of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been six months. So we want to talk about a bunch of things that we were really interested in or liked over the course of the year that we haven't had the opportunity to talk about on the podcast yet. And that includes... Some people like Dreezy, mm-hmm. uh, Safe, mm-hmm. Young Nudie. A little bit of Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke. Some of these names you might be unfamiliar with, but we'll explain why you should get familiar with them today. You know, it's a busy it's a busy year. Things slip by, you know? It's, ha- it's hard to keep track. There's just so much stuff, you know? There's so, so much. much mute. There's so much content in general mm-hmm. in the world. Like, how many... It's like every time you talk to one of your friends, they mention three TV shows that you've never heard of that they want you to watch, you mm-hmm. know? And yeah. Like, haven't you seen? Insert TV show here. You yeah, know? It's exactly. Like, and then you watch it uh, for, you know, I don't know, 10 years, and it turns out to be terribly written in the last season, and you're <laughs> incredibly disappointed. And then you remember all the people that recommended it to you and resent them for it. Yeah, How I Met Your Mother. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I'm so mad. Everyone, you duped me. Spent so much time on that show. Um, before we get into this episode, I just want to give a shout out to all the people who have contributed to us on Patreon. We appreciate your support. Uh, it's actually doing us a world of good. Mm-hmm. James and I, like over the past like you know few months, years, have taken so many meetings and like things that seem like big opportunities that sometimes go nowhere. But we have some some exciting stuff coming up for the podcast that you'll probably be seeing in the fall um, that we're really excited about. And it's going to really be taking this podcast to another level, I think. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Here's a hint. Celebs. <laughs> what do people like more than celebs? <laughs> yeah, we may, have, we may have some guests. We may have some live episodes. Uh, stay tuned for more details on that. Uh, we have some events coming up. Friday... June 28th, we are at Track and Field, which is in Toronto at Ossington and College. Uh, and we're doing a party called 2015, A Rap Odyssey. And we're playing songs only from the year 2015, maybe a little bit from 2014, yeah, in well, honor of... Sometimes it's hard to tell when a song actually came it's out. true. And the difference between a song coming out and when it got popular mm-hmm. also affects that. But uh, this, this bar, Track and Field, is closing down. Mm-hmm. And it's open in 2015, so we're paying we're paying homage to that. And honestly, 2015, one of my favorite years in rap ever. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's. I remember, like, I think there's a point in 2017 where I was like, "Wow, 2015 was really it. Like, we're never gonna have that again." Kind of made me sad. Hey, but that's life. That is life. Good things happen, and then bad things happen, <laughs> and you have to move on from both. Exactly. Um, other than that. Uh, I think, you know, follow us on Instagram. Also, yeah, I wanted to say, like, I've been noticing a lot of the people following us on Instagram coming from different parts of the world. Got some some Swedish love this week. We got some, um, a lot of Americans coming through. So please follow us on Instagram at Catch Up Podcast and like, give us a shout because we'd love to talk to you guys. We'd love to know who our audience is mm-hmm. uh, out there in the world. It's a, it's a big planet. I was looking at our, our numbers, our listenership, we have listeners in 101 countries. It's amazing. That is fucking insane. Yeah. That is insane. So if you're one of those listeners that is from someplace that isn't Canada, mm-hmm. and also Canada, we want to hear from you in Canada, yeah. but I'm really interested in hearing the people like out, out, 
elsewhere in the world that are listening to us. And yeah, in particular, it's interesting how people find this, something like this and, and what they get from it who are from vastly different cultures. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to kind of be in your own bubble. That's right. We want to expand the bubble. Okay, let's get into the episode. So, I wanted to start this off by talking about an album I really loved at the beginning of the year that I feel like hasn't been talked about enough, mm-hmm. and that is Dreezy's album, Big Dreeze. So, Dreezy is a rapper from Chicago who first kind of came up in the 2012, 2013, 2011 wave of Chicago rap, which was spearheaded by Chief Keef. And Chicago really had a lot of kind of breakout female rappers at that time. There was Katie Got Bands, uh, Sasha Gohard, and Dreezy, amongst like others, mm-hmm. that were kind of like leading that charge. And I must say, like I didn't really pay too much attention to Dreezy at that time. I think that just in that w- that whole drill movement, I was just so taken with like Chief Keef. Like he was like, I mean, who's gone on to be like honestly top five most influential rappers of this decade, easily. Yeah, and it's it's really wild to think of like the impact that he's had in a variety of ways. Um, but I think what I really started paying attention to Dreezy was her last album, which is called No Hard Feelings, it came out in 2016, and I remember most specifically it's that I think what got my attention from her is that the the week the week month or so after Gucci Mane got out of prison he kind of did what what Boosie did when he got out of prison a few years before is that he did a bunch of like features like guest verses where he just was like he was just so clearly hungry and like was bodying things you know mm-hmm. what i mean he had all this like all these like you know all this passion built up and probably a lot of lyrics written and one of the features, the early features that Gucci Mane did was a song with Dreezy called We Gon' Ride. And Dreezy's verse is just outstanding. And it completely captured me because it's like there is not a single wasted word. And she's barred up. Like mm-hmm. there's so many punchlines. It is so sharply written. It's strongly rapped. Her vocabulary is on point. Like it's just like it's just kind of everything you want out of a rapper. And I remember at that moment, I was like, okay, like who is this person? Like how, how have we just been allowing this person to be existing and not – Given her just desserts. Um, and then the rest of the album also has a lot of. Like, actually, let's listen to a bit of We Gonna Ride by Dreezy and Gucci Mane. It's not just the rapping. She also sings. She has a really great song with Jeremiah uh, Mm -hmm. called Body, which Mm -hmm. was a big hit back then. And we'll play at our 2015 party. As we kind of have talked about before, there's like a kind of epidemic that happens in the rap world where in in the past, and this might be changing now as evidenced by some of our recent sort of breakout stars where, uh, but a few, like at least when she sort of first appeared, there was, seriously an epidemic of rap female rappers appearing 
showing promise and then disappearing forever. Mm -hmm. And so that was sort of my, I think, my initial fear with her that she would just be another uh, sort of example of this. But with her new record, it's it's like not only is she back and you know her career is persisting, but I, th- I actually think she's improved quite a bit. Uh-huh. I think so too. I also think that you know I I kind of had a bit of a concern about that with Dreezy for from her last album because I was like this album is so good and not really getting the attention it deserves. Mm-hmm. But you know, Body is a pretty was a pretty big hit for her, mm-hmm. and she she's like had this like knack for like popping up with these kind of like surprise miniature hits. She also had a song last year that was a uh, pretty big with Kodak Black and Black <laughs> called Spar. Which has some of the funniest lyrics in it. That's right. Kodak goes on an extended <laughs> rant about how the government is controlling the weather. <laughs> Which is true. He, I mean, true, obviously. But, um, you know, it's still funny. Still very, very funny. Uh, anyway, so her new album, Big Drees. I I love this album. I think it's just a really... It's, it's nice and short. Ten songs. Got some some really great, just like stuff that I feel like now we can rely on Dreezy for, mm-hmm. you know, which is just like, you're going to hear some really, really good rapping. It's honestly, rely on her is actually a perfect way of putting it to me because, um, you know, one of the things Jordan and I do is we put up playlists, uh, you know, shout out to Red Bull, our sponsor, but even before Red Bull, we would, you know, put out playlists in anticipation of our Boozy Fate events. And uh, one of the things that we try and do is always include a lot of as many female rappers as we can um, to kind of change the gender disparity that has always been a part of this industry. And like Dreezy is so reliable. She just always got bangers. <laughs> it's man. like a new, a new Dreezy song. Perfect. It's like just... it's not going to let you down. It's not going to sound like tired or passe. Mm-hmm. She keeps growing. And yeah, and the, for me, like the there's a few songs that are breakouts, but the the one that I love the most is. Features another really great uh, one of the new women of rap that's also doing a great job is Cash Doll, and the song is called Chanel Slides. Mm-hmm. And I mean, also the video is like really outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, but just in general, just once again, like everything I was saying about like when I first discovered her in like We Go and Ride is like once again present. Just like not a wasted bar. Mm-hmm. Like that's like that's a, it's such an underrated skill because not a lot of rappers do that. There's yeah. a lot of rappers have filler. Dreezy, basically no filler. Yeah. You know, it's one of the things I was thinking about with her is that she's kind of like the, because her sound has actually progressed past the drill sound. It's much more of like an Atlanta trap sound. Yeah. And she's kind of like the Atlanta trap, female trap rapper that never had. And it's sort of crazy to me that we never had like a really big Atlanta, 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 like, it all like there are a bunch of female acts like you know Nivea, TLC, Sierra, etc. But like you think like being sort of one of the hmm. centers of rap that you there would be more, you know like it's it's actually kind of bizarre. But I, like Dreezy kind of takes that role because she works with like Southside, yeah, Eight Hundred Eight Mafia, yeah. You know like there there just historically hasn't been. Uh, that person, I, that's kind of who she is in my mind. She even works with people like Gucci Mane. Yes, co- yes. You know. a lot of the whole Atlanta scene. Mm-hmm. Um, let's listen to Chanel Slides by Dreezy and Cash Doll from Big Dreezy. Oh. Oh. 
Yeah, yeah. I'ma pull up in the Mozzie. Me and the whip got a body. The shit I don't need a colonic. I count up a check in a bonnet. Kalani, I got a tsunami. Put it on him when he get a new line. All this drip don't need no stylus. Hellcat pussy, low mileage. Got a water potato. Graduated from the U of Finesse. Your nigga hit me, wanna give me a check. I need a salon. Bitches press. Yeah, I'm flat the nest. He paid when he call it collect. Look, copy, go back to your desk. I'm hurting these bitches. I ain't even dressed. This t shirt, Versace. The two piece, Cavalli. I mean, all this to say, I think that also. Uh, Ketchup, ketchup fan and Boosie Fade, longtime member, essential member, uh, Triple Ryan, was in Atlanta, I believe it was earlier this year, and he, I think he, I think it was him who posted about it in the group, but he went to a show, there was a Dreezy show in mm-hmm. Atlanta, and the show didn't end up happening, and it was like really sparsely attended, mm-hmm. and like the, I guess the promoter just really like, you know, fumbled, fumbled, and so she didn't end up performing. And this is like in Atlanta and this was this year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is so disappointing to hear. Mm-hmm. Like, I like I feel like I feel like a rapper like Dreezy, it's like I, because of the way that like social media and just the way that we consume artists now, and mm-hmm. it's like the the totality and how artists it's like you kind of have to have a gimmick. It's true. And Dreezy's doesn't have a gimmick because her gimmick is I'm really good at rapping and I'm really good at singing mm-hmm. and I make good songs. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And that's true. like, that's not, uh, unfortunately, it's not really enough yeah. to, beco- to become a breakout star, to be anything more than like a cult star. It's you know? true. It, it's funny because like Chanel Slides has like an inc- a really good video. Yes, it does. It's like one of the better uh, videos of the year. Just like incredible looks in it. He's posting so many screenshots of it when it came out. Yeah. In the group. Um. I think you're totally right, though, and I think if there she has one her she has one flaw really to me, mm-hmm. which is that she is a little anonymous. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to say other than her being good what it, like makes her her. What's your story? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and if 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 there's anything that she can sort of improve on, I think that's it, making her work a little more personal. Uh huh. I think that's a fair it's a fair statement, but I'm I'm hoping that like. I mean, at, at the very at the very least, it seems like she'll be able to put out uh, songs every year that are going to be like that are become minor hits. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that she kind of is able to continue to have the resources and like label support and connections to just keep going. And just kind of hope that like maybe things hit for her at some point, or that more people start to wake up to her. Mm-hmm. She's great. But I'm um, thinking of Dreezy and like the 2012 Chicago movement. Reminded me of this story of this time that I was supposed to, like I, I was writing a profile or an interview actually with uh, two members of GBE, Glory Boys Entertainment, which is Chief Keef's mm-hmm. old label, uh, SD and Gino Marley. Mm-hmm. So I was writing, I was supposed to write the story for Noisy, uh, the Vice Music Vertical. And so these guys came, they were in Toronto. They were down at this streetwear store, a vintage streetwear store called F's and Frank. So they're doing like a meet and greet there. So this is like 2012, maybe the summer 2012, I believe, or that sounds right. Summer 2012 or maybe 2013. And so I go down there and it's like, it's packed with teenagers. And this is like pre-streaming, pre-Instagram being really big. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like really confused because there's all these mostly white teenagers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how, what are they here for? Mm-hmm. Because at the time, SD and Gino Marley 
were not good rappers. Mm-hmm. Like they were interesting because they were affiliated with Chief Keef. That mm-hmm. was the interesting thing about them. But they were not good rappers. Mm-hmm. Uh, SD is like s- since vastly improved. Like yeah. he's got some really good songs. I don't know so much about Gino Marley, but so anyway, I go down there and I'm just like so blown away at all that there's all these kids here and i'm like how the fuck do they know mm-hmm. so i started interviewing them yeah and i was just asking them i was like so like you know i went up to this one kid and i was like so why are you here and he's like this is just the hardest shit out right now and I'm wow like, you goddamn right <laughs> like, <laughs> i mean if, if anything like i remember a friend describing that early drill sound like some of those songs like those mm-hmm. kind of songs that sd and jenner marley would do is just being like the, it's like the noise music of hip hop. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really accurate way of describing it. Cause it was hard. You yeah. know what I mean? Like maybe not necessarily hard in terms of like bars and stuff, but it was just like aggressive, you know? Yeah. To me, I think drill uh, was almost like we reached with drill and, and it was like, we reached a point. It's sort of like uh, drill was like the step past, like the trap template that like, you know, Waka Flocka and Gucci kind of built that, you know, uh, future and and young thug have taken into another direction it was like if you were going on like the sort of history of like gangster rap it was like drill was the the logical extreme where it was like you can't get harder than that uh-huh. this is uh-huh. like the most uh-huh. like nihilistic cold aggressive music you can have so since and which is why now you know the, the someone like playboy cardi or a little uzi vert like sings and and uh has dyed hair and stuff <laughs> it's true you have to go the other way mm-hmm. so as i'm interviewing these kids i start talking to this one kid who's like really scruffy looking and he's got like kind of like patchy facial hair and he's wearing like west 49 which for the rest of the world like very like hot topicy kind of gear mm-hmm. and i'm asking him so like why are like w- like why are you here and he's like oh like i just i love their music also like I'm a producer for the Migos. Like you should like look me up. And I was like, uh, cause he's like a 17 year old, like scruffy yeah, surfer yeah. looking white kid yeah. with, with patchy facial hair. And he's like, I'm a producer for the Migos. You should look me up. My name's murder beats. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so like I wrote it down in my notepad, like look this kid up. Yeah. And then I just didn't end up doing it because I was like, I just, I just kind of forgot. Yeah. And years later I was at a Ty dollar sign, uh, little Bibby show at Mod Club in Toronto. So like 2014. And I see that guy again. Mm-hmm. And he's with my friend, Corey, mm-hmm. uh, who like a f- good friend of mine from university who is murder's manager. And kids are approaching them and taking photos with them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is that, I'm like, that's the same guy. Yeah. And the kids, and this is like 2014. People are recognizing him from like yeah, Instagram yeah. and coming up, pulling up on him. And then, I was like, yeah, I go say what's up to Corey and I see murder and he, and I, and I was like, yo, I met you once before. And he remembered. Of course he did. Cause he was young. Yes, that's right. It's like not as many experiences. Your memory is so yeah, vivid. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just like a crazy thing. Yeah. Anyway, I won't go into the story of like why this, like I ended up following around Gino Marley and SD for two days and like I, I interviewed them and they weren't very talkative. The story just kind of went nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but that whole thing was like facilitated and like, kind of run by this woman named Lola, mm-hmm. who's uh, her kind of like a Toronto music industry legend. Like mm-hmm. she was by I Love Lola. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she, she lives in the US now, works with French Montana, for worked with French Montana for a really long time. And I think she's like, has her own music company now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has a connection to another artist, which, which we'll get into later. Mm-hmm. But just off of the drill movement, another thing that I really enjoyed this year is a song by... Uh, a rapper you could just you classify as new, a New York drill artist in many mm-hmm. ways. And that's a guy by the name of Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke. So 
I don't even really know when I first heard his name, but I kind of like came across his song in the last few weeks mm-hmm. just through YouTube, I think. Yeah. And he has this song that's called Welcome to the Party. Mm-hmm. That is just like, honestly, like one of the craziest things I've heard in some time. It just sounds different, which in 2019 is both very rare and very welcome. That's right. It sounds very different. Mm-hmm. And he's got this amazing super deep voice like you know one of the most important things as a rapper is your voice you know it's why white people generally aren't very good at rap hmm that's my theory interesting yeah because their voices sound what bad yeah (laughs) (laughs) like think about what eminem's voice sounds like yeah you know it's not it's like that's is the worst part about eminem Uh but at least he could kind of do some stuff with it It was kind of like whiny and, and whatever like What's Jeezy's voice sound like? Sounds like what he looks like. Uh, yeah. Like, like a GQ uh, model. Yeah, kind of regular. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like... Although he does snap on that one London on the Track song with City Girls and uh, Juvenile. He's a decent rapper. He's, Don't get me he's wrong. He's a pretty good rapper. But the voice has never been... The, like, the, the only person who you could say that of is Paul Wall. That's right. I'm sure there are others. Who have good, good voices? Yeah. Maybe like some people like like the more obscure southern white rappers like Bubba Sparks or Lil uh-huh. White or people uh-huh. like that. They, uh-huh. they they're they're pretty good. But generally speaking, like uh huh, interesting. Yeah, that that's my theory. We'll be right back to the episode in a moment, but I just wanted to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, and that's Native Instruments. So almost two decades ago, Native Instruments created the first DJ software to truly conquer the club. Since then, it's filled dance floors and sound systems across the world, as well as house parties, bars, beaches, and everything in between. Now with Tractor Pro 3, they've built on that pass to bring new tools for sonic sculpting, utilizing the best sound quality ever and the clearest interface to date, so you can play whatever you want, however you want, wherever you want. We've teamed up with Native Instruments to offer our listeners 25% off Tractor Pro 3. Go to native-instruments.com and enter the code CATCHUP at checkout, and you'll get the discount added to your purchase. Where were we? Pop Smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he has. He sounds like Designer, but better. Like, he doesn't rap like Designer, but uh-huh. his, his, his voice. The deepness of his voice. The richness of his voice. of his voice. And I think the other thing about this song is that his flows, his flow and flows are so interesting. Yeah. It, they almost feel offbeat a little. Totally. Totally. You know? Um, it's like... Like we 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 did talk a little bit about Blueface earlier this year, but uh, there's sort of an interesting phenomenon within drill music specifically, um, where you know it became it got to a point where sort of drill music wasn't really even on beat anymore. Like there's this guy named Lud Foe mm. who's it was sort of one of the last like breakout, very like I don't know typical drill artists it kind of i think he came out like 2015 mm-hmm. uh and he he raps totally offbeat uh-huh. and and then you know i think that g herbo also does that too sometimes yeah it's it's kind of a it's an interesting thing it's like i'm almost it's like i'm so hard i don't even have to be on beat like i don't want anybody <laughs> to dance to this i refuse to make it have like a bounce but what's interesting about this song kind of similar to Blueface although it sounds vastly different, is that it does have a bounce to it, even though it's offbeat. It's true. And, you know, you mentioned the dance thing. It's like if the video came out, a new video for it, I guess an old video had come out like months ago, but a new video came out because uh, Pop Smoke is recently signed to uh, Stephen Victor's label. Stephen Victor is Pusha T's manager. And he has a label imprint, I think, on Universal. And Pop Smoke is signed to it. So they did a new video 
his stuff is all on Spotify now, or not all of it, but it's got stuff on Spotify and they're clearly going to put like a big label push behind him. And in the video, part of the thing that's the most like interesting thing for me in the video is that there's just a lot of dancing. in, mm-hmm. And it just re- reminds me of Bo- the Bobby Shmurda era, obviously, mm-hmm. which is like you have street rappers who are very aggressive and menacing sounding. And then there's dancing. Yeah. It's <laughs> like it's 20 men dancing in the street together. <laughs> And it's like, and they're clearly like getting more excited as each one's pulling off dance. It's just yeah. like, it's just like, I just love the the dichotomy and the duality of like, you know, I'm really menacing. I'm very serious. And mm-hmm. it's like, let me get this dance move off. Yeah. <laughs> like, check me out, Doc. Yeah, Hold on. Yeah. Look at how low I get. You know, yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. I just, it's just like, that's like catnip to me. Yeah. And another thing is, I've always really appreciated rappers who, the, it's like the more you listen to them is the more that you're able to understand what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. that's, this was a big thing for Gucci man. When I first started listening to him, I was like, Oh, like his, he's got a marble mouth a lot of the times mm-hmm. and you really have to focus to hear what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Same thing with future. It's like, you just really got to listen. Young thug, same mm-hmm. thing. It's like, you, the, it rewards you for repeat listens. You yeah. Know? And I feel like with pop smoke, it's like, that was the same thing. It's like the more I listen to the song and I start picking out all the different lyrics. I'm like, Oh, this guy's like got some hilarious bars. Yeah. Uh, he the other thing that's sort of interesting about it is the beat. On I was I say to Jordan when we kind of were, were talking about it when we first heard it, how it kind of reminded me of like a UK song, and even his voice sort of reminds me of a UK rapper in some respects, mm-hmm. in a similar way that people kind of I kind of felt that about Designer as well. I don't know what what that is, but it's like a, a like a certain because Designer is also from New York. Mm-hmm. The similar kind of cadence. Uh, but the beat has got kind of like a little dubstepy influence yep, to it. Yep. Uh, it's very interesting, and it, it's just yeah. I I don't know. It's so welcome to have here something that is not like a sort of a boogie ripoff uh-huh. or something so derivative. This sounds completely new, mm-hmm. which is like hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. If you if you have to keep up with rap as kind of your job, hearing something distinct is like. It goes so far. Yeah, and we've talked a lot enough about it. Let's listen yeah. to a bit of Welcome to the Party by Pop Smoke. Baby, welcome to the party. Uh, I'm off the Myers and Lean. That's why I'm over retarded. That's why I'm over retarded. Baby, welcome to the party. Uh, I hit the boy up and then I go skate in a Rari. Baby, welcome to the party. Pick some of that. Give me lit. Give me lit. Got on my head. One in the head. Send in the clip. Next up is, you know, earlier I mentioned that Lola would come back up again. And the next artist is someone that she manages. So Lola manages the rapper-singer Safe from Toronto. And Safe first broke out onto the scene in 2015. We'll definitely play the song at our 2015 mm-hmm. party um, with a song called Feel. Iconic we, video. Really. This is like, you know, recently in the Boosie Fade Facebook group, we we made a, I made a post where I was like, well, first this, this uh, like a Boosie Fade member, Drew York Slater. Shout out to Drew. If Drew's listening, one of the. One of the shining lights of the the music industry in Toronto, as far as mm-hmm. I'm concerned, he's going to go far. Yeah, he is. Drew um, Drew posted this this song in the group and was like, "This is like a Toronto classic." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Fuck, it's so true!" Like this song is so. The video is shot by Kid Studio, mm-hmm. who do a lot of 
like EXO videos, weekend videos, and a lot of videos in the rap world as well outside of Toronto. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's really evocative of the specific era in Toronto of new Toronto hip hop, mm-hmm. kind of like after Drake had been long since established and there started to become kind of like secondary stars that weren't really affiliated with OVO mm-hmm. or EXO. I guess the Kid Studio connection makes Safe like an EXO adjacent person. Yeah, he's and he's OVO adjacent as well. That's right. That's true. But this song and video were just like, it felt like, oh, we're going to have other stars. Yeah, it's, I think, still maybe the biggest, uh, in terms of view count, the most popular video by no- any of the non-stars of Toronto, essentially. Like, it's bigger than, I think, any Jazz Cartier video. It's bigger than whoever you want, you know, bigger I mean, than any Smoke Not bigger video. than any Killy song, though. That's true. Killy, Good point. Yeah, I, I that's a different era. Yeah, Killy's like a different era. Killy's yeah. like like three, four years later, and things were different at that yeah. point. But of, of that, of you know, New Toronto 1.5 or 1.0, mm-hmm. this was like one of the jams of that time. Exactly. And it just nailed the the video, I feel like it, it just like nailed the aesthetic. We mm-hmm. should probably listen to. Let's listen to a bit of Feel by Safe. I've been smoking and drinking too much, baby girl, could you remind me your name? She wanna fuck with a nigga cause she see that I'm almost famous Wrote all the shit in the basement, baby girl you should not play this Cause I would just fuck with your mind and have you wondering who to save It's crazy, now you wanna call me baby, every day you moving shady You wouldn't pay me and I know that they all hate me cause I got the city wavy Honestly it was just patience, look at these pictures I'm painting You cannot fuck with these pictures I'm painting Cause I go hard in the paint like I'm Davis You cannot fuck with the kid, I'm just saying and she said that it's only me who she asking for oh. Baby, could you come here and show me some more? Oh. All it really took was time Baby, it's about that time That a young nigga go ahead and try You got me feeling your thighs uh, Yeah, and I feel like after this song kind of came out and there's maybe like a, a few others. Mm-hmm, there's a few others, but it never really went anywhere. It yeah. felt like. Yeah, I was. He was probably the person I've been most surprised by. It seems justifiably now, due to like recent developments, that nothing else came of him because it seemed like he had like such a marketable sound, mm-hmm. um, and obviously, like there was his that song. It wasn't. It was. It didn't feel like a one-hit wonder type of thing. It was like there's more here, you know. Yeah, I think because like you know his his style is that he's like a singing rapper mm-hmm. or a rapping singer. I'd say a singing rapper. A singing rapper. Yeah, it's like because you know sometimes the weekend does that singing rap things, but the way that Safe does it is way more like rappy. It's mm-hmm, way more exactly. bar heavy. It's yeah. way more like talking to you like a rapper. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It felt like there was a, there was a huge opportunity with him, and it felt like. It was the kind of thing that almost anybody could like. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, what what I'm taking away from this, because like he's really kind of reemerged on the scene this year in a very, very significant way, in the sense that he put out this this new project and he's featured on uh Khalid. Is it Khalid? I mean that that kid from the thing El is, Paso, Texas. It's like, like it's actually like Khalid, right? Like I mean if it's Arabic, it's an wow. Arabic name. Okay. All right, go off. Go off then. <laughs> but like, I don't know. That, like who? His He's name American. Is, exactly. His name is probably said about 100 million times a day in America. That's right. How many times do people say it that way? 
Probably they call him Khalid or yeah. Khalid. Khalid. Okay. Well, Khalid, who's uh, the <laughs> R&B pop kind of genreless, one of the most listened to artists in the world, touring arenas. But Safe is featured on his album. Yeah. Someone called him the easy listening of our time yes, today. Yes, that was, that was Triple Ryan. Yeah. It's perfect. Perfect way to perfect sum him up. Perfect descriptor. He's perfect. like, he's on, uh, I, I recently um, was DJing a party and there was a, a like sort of playlist requests and a lot of them were like that like Halsey sort of Cal- Cal- Halsey. Halsey is that how you yeah. say it mm-hmm. anyway this kind of music I only hear in Ubers that's like <laughs> dance music nobody it's that I don't think anybody ever danced to it sounds like dance music but it's not like dance music uh-huh. you know it's uh-huh. like the pop the top 40 version of dance music that somehow like hits like every just, demographic every demographic I mean, every demographic or like the mall I don't know it's yeah. like that's it just sounds yeah. like the mall to me no I agree um anyway you he's the type of person that if you haven't if you don't know who he is you have heard his music probably like a hundred times yeah so safe being featured on this album is like a massive look yeah like you doesn't really get much bigger at this point in terms of like absolutely and then he's also featured on the new yg record that Mm -hmm. just came out and so this is like these are like big big steps for somebody who's kind of been out of the spotlight for a few years so I think that, like, in addition to putting out this project, and I think that this, what this all says to me is that, like, with some, it just takes time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, persistence and, persistence and connections. And connections. That's right. And I think that um, could probably attribute some of this to Lola's influence, you know? Uh, 100%. I mean, that's, uh, then that's just sort of the difference between someone like him and, and I don't know. So even someone like Smoke Dog, frankly, right? Like Smoke Dog actually probably had a bigger buzz in a way initially. Mm. Uh, had a couple songs like trap house obviously other than still mm-hmm. uh was a, a very talented rapper and yet like it was always it was always sort of strange to me that he had, he didn't like break out a little bit more you know mm-hmm. he had like a fire in the booth he was and- doing stuff in the uk he was collaborating with like the aj tracy's of the world and mm-hmm. stuff like that and it seemed like it definitely seemed like you know things he was maybe, on the way up yes sure. he was on the way up things could, could have happened for him for sure uh it's just that that's there's a pretty big world the difference between that and being on those kind of records no that's a good point it's true um but yeah i mean i'm i'm very happy about this development i have to say like safe having a career assist like seemingly sustainable career that's on the way up because he makes the type of music i really like to listen to Mm -hmm. you know i mean the it says a lot to me that my favorite rapper in 2019 playboy cardi is the only feature on this album what does it say to you it says that you have immaculate creative direction. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like Playboy Cardi is really, right now, in my opinion, he's pretty exactly where Young Thug was in 2014, wherein he is much more influential than his, like, success, his chart success dictates. Mm-hmm. Like, and just also the most interesting rapper to me, like, currently going in Interesting. the game so yeah let's should we let's listen let's to the listen collaboration between safe and play with cardi it's called paid in full and we liked it so much that we put it twice, <laughs> twice. on our red bull <laughs> red bull music playlist yeah uh, so let's listen to paid in full paid in full Yeah. 
would you follow? It's me with that Mary. 24 in my carriage. You can watch me drip, drip, swimming with my baby. Money like a Mary. Shooting like no whiskey. Knees, I got plenty. All the diamonds drench me. Getting full. So, um, you know, speaking of Playboy Cardi, uh, one of my favorite uh, albums this year is kind of whatever subgenre uh, Playboy Cardi exists in. Kind of, I call it like sort of abstract, abstract trap or Goo Goo Gaga rap. Is this popularly known? <laughs> That's what I like to say. Yeah, it's Jordan, Jordan. Uh, Mostly the joke because I do love it, but it's just such a funny way of describing. It. Yeah. <laughs> Young Nudie is maybe the second biggest, most notable artist of of that genre. <laughs> and like, it's just, to me, it's like, yeah, I I, I love it. I, I, you know, I've been super effusive about it. Uh, Young Nudie's first, first record mixtape, I can't remember what it was, but it was, uh, it was a highlight of 2017. Uh, this he's a he's become much bigger since and uh, Nudie Land. Nudie Land is. It's a great Sounds record. like a childish way to describe getting nudes. Yeah, exactly. Or like, um, it's I'm like getting taken to nudie land. <laughs> that means I'm getting sexy photos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a yeah. It's like a really unsexy way to describe something that could actually be possibly sexy. Mm-hmm. Nudie land. Um, it's just like it's it's a it's just to me it's like the kind of music that I can just put on no matter what mood I'm in, and it kind of brings me to equilibrium. Uh, there's something that just so it's like when you've heard like trap lyrics, like people talking about like lean and Zan and hose and whatever else, it's like a lot of that, it just starts to blend in your head. And I feel like in these are artists that are like <laughs> just literally expressing that sentiment because the words just blend together, you know? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, it, it, and anyway, the young the nudie album it's got great features: Megan The Stallion, to Baby, Twenty One Savage, Little Uzi Vert. You know, I was kind of joking about the safe thing being perfect creative, you know. But those are like ideal features in two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Who, like what? Like basically add Playboy Cardi to that, and you have like who I would say are my, you know, I guess Kendrick, Drake potentially. But like other than those guys, these are the these those are the top five artists I would want kind of want. Megan the baby. Megan the baby Uzi 21 Savage. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. like ideal. To yeah. Me. And then not to mention that this entire project, uh the new nudie project, yeah. Slamir, yes. is all produced by Pierre Bourne, who's yeah. really killing it in the game. Really killing it and in the, the game. And right kind now. of the orchestrator of that like but that sound, that the Playboy sound. Cardi sound. Yeah, exactly. That's right. It's yeah, it's Pierre Bourne, if you will. Yeah. I'm calling the police. <laughs> They're on their way. <laughs> um, even <laughs> perhaps better, I, I got to get this out before the cops get here, but <laughs> even perhaps better than this album is the sort of accidental breakout hit slash meme that came from a song that was probably recorded around the same time or maybe, maybe not, has been sitting in the vault. I think based on what uh, the guest verse from Playboy Cardi sounds like on it, it's a recent, relatively recently recorded song. Mm-hmm. Uh, with It has the worst song title in the history of song titles. It's called Kid Cudi slash Pissy Pamper. 
It's just disgusting. It's like choose one or the other. Yeah. And ideally just Kid Cudi. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really make any sense as a song title, but it's much preferable to having to say those words. What, the Kid Cudi is a song title? Yeah. Well, they say, I smoke dope like Kid Cudi. Right. Okay. But like, <laughs> it's also confusing. You type Kid Cudi in, yeah, you get right. In the Pursuit of yeah. Happiness, uh-huh. so on and so forth. Anyway, uh, there's an amazing meme that I think started kind of on Twitter mm-hmm. uh, that is like kind of like babysitting in the in the studio, and it's young nudie is like it's like an act some it's like kind of memer. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, meme dude. Yeah, meme dude who's playing the like the engineer. He's also playing the person who is <laughs> who is uh, the baby. The baby, not and the rapper, the baby, but no, the physical the baby, baby who's being meme. held by the rapper, the ra- and who is playing kind of young nudie as well, and he's like kind of you know lip syncing along into the ver- to the verse, and then <laughs> after the hook, like the baby is Kid Cudi, and Kid Cudi's just like goo goo gawing, and then like they're the. <laughs> Like nudie and the engineer just really pleasantly surprised by this and like start bobbing their heads along to the baby rapping. Yeah, the guy's name is Lenar Young. Yeah. That's the name of the guy who made the meme. He's a uh, genius. He's a genius. You, you should you should go to YouTube and uh, search in the studio, but you got to babysit. Yeah. Slash nudie. Yeah. And uh, it'll come up, and it's just it's so funny because you know, like as James described, like when as the song starts and kick and play Bacardi's verse starts. And he's like, you know, making his like kind of like baby noises or whatever. The guy's yeah. like kind of like, you know, he's got kind of got a blank face, a blank stare. Yeah. But then when he starts like rapping the words, yeah. his face becomes increasingly more excited. Yeah. <laughs> and then by the end of it, he's just like kind of got the stank face. Like, man, this boy's killing it. Yeah. <laughs> like this baby's killing it. Yeah. It's, it's it's really divine. Yeah. It's I, the Internet is the cause of a lot of problems, but sometimes it's really all we need. So let, let's listen to a bit of Kid Cudi slash Pissy Pamper. Ugh, the worst, <laughs> but the best at the same time. Give it a listen. There's some some really good songs on here. Uh, Megan shows up and she's great as always. There's a really great song with Lil Uzi Vert mm-hmm. called Extendo, mm-hmm. and it's like there's no way this is not going to be stuck in your head. Like after, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just going to be saying Extendo, Extendo. It's just going to be like cycling through your head all day. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, something that we all want. So <laughs> exactly. Thinking about how our anim- and ammunition is stored. Mm-hmm. 
that's another episode. Yes, that's another episode of Catch Up. Thank you for listening. Uh, remember, as always, it's really important if you want this podcast to grow, and if you're listening at this point, I would hope that that's what you want. <laughs> you're not listening want. out of spite. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> please tell a friend that you think would enjoy it. Uh, send it. You can email to them. You can text them. You can tell them in person. Like I think all of it really matters. Mm-hmm. Rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you haven't done that. Yeah. Follow us on Spotify, even if that's not your preferred method of listening to the podcast. It would just be appreciated. It, it helps. Yeah. Um, it helps like spread the word. We get you know the al- way algorithms work. The more people follow it, the more people get to see it. Mm-hmm. That's how. That's how that goes. And uh, follow us on Instagram. Reach out to us if you have any questions or comments or concerns, or you just want to like you know. James is married, so you can't send him any marriage proposals, but you can send some to me through the catch-up account. He might say yes. Um, I might say yes. I'm probably not. I'm probably not going to. But you see what, I mean, you're going to see what, you're going to look at what the proposal's offering and all that. You're right. I was about to say, I'm 32. I got a whole lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) So you end up old and alone, my friend. No. (laughs) Um, But yes. So hit us up. Let us know how you feel. Contribute to our Patreon if you want us to keep going. Uh, and you can't afford and you could afford to and uh just in general take care of yourself you know yeah it's summer don't do anything too stupid but do something a little stupid there you go all right goodbye